Hey everyone, welcome to the Hire My VA Team and Business Building Podcast, yeah. brought to you by Ugozi.com. Right. And in this podcast and at Hire My VA, we help you to reclaim your freedom through hiring and thriving with virtual assistance without breaking the bank, without breaking your Yours. bank. Remember, this is a team and business building podcast. We help you do it through virtual assistance. Well, of course, I'm Dave Braun, and I'm here with my good buddy, business mentor, coach, Andrew, all that Andrew. stuff. Larry. <laughs> Hello, Andrew Broughton. The Larry ah, Broughton. The crowd goes wild for David Braun. And Hi, buddy. I don't, it's awfully yeah. silent. <laughs> well, small crowd today. Very, very small. Very tiny. Hey, I'm going to miss you this week, man. Oh, I know. We're, we're not, not meeting this week, are we? We're not meeting this week. So anyway. Well, we're texting, so that's texting. cool. That helps. Yeah. All right. You ready for the topic? Let's do it. Okay. Here is the topic slash question. I'm overwhelmed. Uh, How do I overcome overwhelm? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do we do that? Yeah. I mean, crying out loud, we go through life half the time overwhelmed, right? Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. We've done, we've talked about overwhelm before in the past, I think. Didn't we have a Q&A recently? We did. We did. We had a Q&A where we talked about it and got some input from the community and it was really, really helpful. Yeah. yeah. What, what uh, did we come up with there? Well, um, that's what we're going to talk point. about sharing, right? And we, we're going a little bit more in depth because we've had a little bit more opportunity to think about it. Yeah. And we want to give you guys a process to go through it that could help you. Yeah. Um, so um, we're going to expand on what we talked about in the community. Okay. Um, you know, but one of the things, Larry, then one of the things that I say, and I, it just helps me when I feel overwhelmed, it helps me to put it in proper perspective. And part of the reason I get overwhelmed from time to time is because there's lots of opportunities, lots of things to do, lots of people to serve. And that's a good thing in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because, you know, if I'm not overwhelmed, that means, you know, nobody wants what I have to, to offer. <laughs> funny, right? you know, all these different anthropo- anthropological studies show that there's no, literally no better, no safer time to be alive than right now. Yes. Today. So yes. many of us think that poverty is on the increase. It's actually diving dramatically. Oh gosh, we think sure. that so many people are dying all around us. You know, like fewer people are dying every year than ever on a per capita basis. Um, uh, general wealth is through the roof. We have all these, you know, choices in entertainment and people to do, yet overwhelm is higher than ever. Yes. Right? It's because there's so many damn things to do. That's to right. From, right? Uh-huh. And different paths we should be going and questioning ourselves, right? Should I have done this versus that? Well, listen, if you have, if your only choice is chocolate or vanilla, the anxiety level <laughs> or the overwhelm is limited. That's right. Have you ever been with somebody when they walk into Baskin Robbins with all those different flavors or you walk into like a cheesecake factory and there's, you know, cheesecake for those who don't oh, yeah. know cheesecake factory is a restaurant chain. that's notorious for how many menu items mm-hmm. they have. And so yeah. people are like, Oh, they can't even make a flipping decision. It's but hard. Yeah. Are, this is why in and out one of the most successful restaurants out there mm-hmm. has amazing. less than a dozen menu menu items. Right. Yep. People walk in and out. Right. Less yep. overwhelmed. And the for and everybody. 
And today the, the choices that we have are becoming more and more and more, right? Yes. I mean, if you just think about it, um, Larry, in our lifetime, you know, uh-huh. we're, I'm 60, you're almost there. What? Shh. <laughs> don't act our age though. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember, so I'm told. <laughs> I remember growing up in, you know, Southern California, I've lived here all my life. And we had so many TV channels compared to the rest of the country. We had like seven. Seven? Two, four, five, seven, nine, 11, and 13. Yeah, we had seven channels. That's it for our choices for TV. We had two. Yeah, you guys had two, right? Well, because, yeah, there were three generally for like a lot of our folks, but we lived in a little. Anyway, we could only get two. I think it was, uh, we got NBC and CBS. Yep. We didn't get ABC. Yep. Yeah. And Which I think all the good, cha- all the good shows were on back then. I <laughs> <laughs> we so, spent a lot of time outside. <laughs> so you think about that two or five or seven channels, yeah. whatever. I mean, you just don't, didn't have hardly any choices. You couldn't record anything. Yeah. We're playing back later now. Um, oh my gosh. You have, your, you've got your Netflix. And with, so within each of these, you've got, hundreds of shows your netflix your apple tv your um amazon prime yeah. your youtube stuff right and then your cable tv it's like there are so many things to choose from and you know sometimes it's funny you're scrolling through it's like oh my gosh there's nothing on exactly. <laughs> i think a lot of it has to do and then we get overwhelmed because how many people actually have hulu netflix amazon prime Tubi and all the others, yeah. right? Part of it is fear of missing out. Like they're they can't miss anything. Oh, There's and then no and then, way you could ever watch a fraction of what's on any of those networks. And then to add add and then to add on to that, you know, you meet with some friends and they say, Oh, I watched this show, you gotta see it. Oh, I watched that show, you gotta see it. Oh, that show. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's exactly. like yeah. and then pretty soon you've got this list of shows that there's just no way that you can. You can get to unless you're watching 24 seven, then, you know, it used to be, um, well, you know, if you want to go to the library, you'd have a few books in each what? category. What's a library. I know. Right <laughs> now you can get unlimited books on Kindle. You can, I mean, books are so inexpensive, yeah. audible. I mean, you have so many choices, right. And right. that, that ends up happening. It's causing overwhelm. So it's really kind yeah. of a, product of you know in the last you know hundred or a couple hundred years and when these types of changes happen so fast socially it takes a while for our brains to really catch up and how to deal with it right yeah, yeah. so given all of that um one other thing before we get into this is we've got to really remember that overwhelm it's you know it's not really a thing it's it's just a feeling that we have That's right. because you could feel overwhelmed right now you might feel overwhelmed just hearing what we said, <laughs> right. but then, uh, you know, you go have a good night's sleep and you're not overwhelmed in the morning. So it's, it's really a feeling and, you know, there's multiple definitions of it, but uh, Webster's talks about um, this, uh, what we're related, what we're going to talk about here is um, overwhelmed means to overpower in thought or feeling as in overwhelmed with grief, overwhelmed by terror, overwhelmed with guilt as in a sense of inadequacy, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly. Now, with uh, being entrepreneurs and trying to build our businesses, there is an you're overwhelmed with choices of what services to offer, products to offer, tools to use, 
uh, to build your business. Um, methodologies, coaches. So we're overwhelmed again with all of these uh, choices. So um, what do we do when the time comes when we're feeling like, I just don't know what to do. I've got so many things to do in my business. I've got to go um, chase clients. I've got to go um, do this education program. Oh, I've got a, a mastermind I'm in. Oh, I've got to meet with my coach. Oh, my kid needs this. You know, pretty soon it's just all bam, on top of us, right? So what do we do? Yeah. Right? Well, one of the things that came up last week when uh, on one of our calls, Dave, with clients um, was this darn three-column exercise that we talk about all mm -hmm. the time, right? It's such a simple tool that we developed all these, these years ago about turn a piece of paper landscape-wise, and in the far left column, you do everything that you're, you write down everything that you're doing, and I mean everything that you're doing, and ultimately what you want to do is then write everything down in the middle column that you're great at. And then in the far right column, things that you love or love it. And what you do with everything in you in the, um, let me back up. The idea is then you move things to the, that you're great at that you're currently doing. And then ultimately, and I'm not going to go into all the details and you move everything that you're great at into the love it column, things that you are ultimately what should be in the far right column is things that you love and that you're great at. All those other things you go through and you delete, delegate, defer, or do. It's amazing, Dave, how much overwhelm can be suddenly slashed from your life if you just get radical and saying, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. I don't need to do it. Why am I doing this? Or delegating it. Someone else can handle this on the team. Or deferring it, like saying, you know, I, I kept telling myself I need to get it done now, but really, I, it doesn't, I don't need to do it for six months. I'm going to put it in my tickler file. For That's five right. months from now. It's amazing. Just that right there. It lowers the blood pressure. Mm -hmm. You know, and that is a 30 minute exercise. That's a great thing to do on a regular basis and to help you keep overwhelmed. Right. Don't we see it over and over again, Dave? Mm -hmm. And then, then people say, oh yeah, I forgot all about that. I need to go do that again. Mm -hmm. So what I would encourage people to do, if you're somebody who's constantly living in overwhelm, put it in your calendar that once a month, you're going to do the three column exercise. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're in the, if you're in the victory masterclass or the victory community or the, um, the high MBA community, you can just search in the. It's there. there. Yeah. Find it's it. absolutely there. Yeah. Yep. So oh, I didn't get us off track, Dave. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's, that's what we want to do on a, you know, on a regular basis. Cause that will keep a lot of the overwhelm from really happening, but there's going to still be times when it's like, Oh my gosh, everything is coming all at once because you've got, you know, clients opening up help tickets and people wanting stuff from you right now. So here's our methodology, Larry. Shall we go through it? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We'll go through this really quick. Um, so one of the first things to do is breathe, yeah. right? Yeah. Realize that most of the time, most of the reasons that you are having some overwhelm is it's probably a more of a first world problem type of a thing, right? It's an opportunity, things that are happening because we live in a pretty um, wealthy um, society. So take some breaths and relax a little bit. You know, you can take a deep breath, um, hold it for a count of four, breathe it out for a count of eight, and then do that three times. That will clear your mind a little bit and start bringing that level of stress way, way, way down. Right. And when I was taught that, you know, 
40 years ago in martial arts or whatever, how I many, yeah, 40 something, oh, golly. Uh, it's like breathe in through your nose for four seconds, you know, take yeah. four seconds, do it, hold it for four seconds, and then exhale it through your mouth for four seconds, okay? Um, there's something about that process, and I don't know what it is. I guess we should, I should read up on it sometime, um, but do that three or four times, um, and you'll start feeling the your mind start to work. Here's one of the things I think, Dave, I have to remind my son of, of sometimes is that we just stop breathing. We start breathing. Yes. When we get overwhelmed, we don't take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Your brain needs oxygen to work. It's like trying to drive your car on, you know, when you got no gas in it, but you just keep putting this booster stuff in the carburetor, you know, right. That's no good. It's not what, good for you. You yeah. have to get oxygen to your brain. And, and what this is doing is it's helping you get oxygen, but it's also helping you pause. Yep. Take a short pause. Um, there's a great book. Um, I think it's, I think this is in Power of Habit where they talked about um, one of the things that they do with um, uh, patrol, patrolmen, policemen, is how they have taught them to, um, when they stop a car, they have to pause before they get out of a car and go talk to the person. Oh, Re- good. Part of the reason is, is because we get into this mode, Larry, where we are, we, we can get blinded. We're focused on one thing yeah. and we don't hear or think about something else. Yeah. It can make really wrong decisions. So that's what this is doing. It's helping you pause. And the, the second thing that helps you pause too is we talked about it in 107, episode 107, uh-huh. uh, but express gratitude for a couple of things, five or six things. Just think, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for the fact that I've got clean water right now. Yeah. I'm thankful for the fact that I've got, you know, a computer system. I'm thankful for the internet that I can actually um, work from home. Yeah. I'm just thankful for um, the fact that I'm not starving, right. you know, right now, oh, you know, right. so there's... Yeah. Once you, once you do that, you're, you're just putting things on hold for a little bit, adjusting your attitude. So then you can um, start thinking a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You know, another thing I think Dave, that would be beneficial for everyone. This is a lot of writing. I know that if you get in the habit of doing your daily gratitudes, I I understand that, but again, you're probably overwhelmed right now. And how is that working out for you? So take (laughs) a second and just take out another piece of paper, or write it on your tablet or your phone or whatever it is. Um, I want you to just write everything down that's going through your head. Yeah. Like literally, what are the thoughts? You know, um, you know, old school, you would take two separate pieces of paper, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, or front and back of a piece of paper, right? And on one side of it, you'd write things that I can control, right? for those who've been through any recovery program, you've probably heard the serenity prayer, right? There are things you can control and things you can't control. I'm not going to worry about the things I can't control. All right. So things I can't control on one side, things I can't control on the other. All right. And just write those things, everything that's going through your head in the appropriate column, about those things that are causing you stress and anxiety, you know, write them all down. And then once you've done that, you can throw out, shred, put an X through whatever you need to do with those things that you can't control. But may, do something physical. Like I, I'm not going to do it. Burn it. Whatever, whatever you need to do. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that is going to help. It may sound really simple, but I remember. I'm not going to say who, but I, I had a friend who was going through therapy uh, at the time, 
and needed to really close this important chapter of her book. And, um, and the therapist suggested that she write a letter to whoever this person was and go throw it in the ocean. And she tells a very funny story about how she went out to Ocean Beach and threw it and, uh, <laughs> and her dog was with her. And the dog went and chased it and brought it back to her. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe, maybe there was a message there, right? But she did it again and finally got it out far enough where the currents took it took it away, right? But I, what I love about that story, David, is even then she was seeing the humor, yeah, uh, in this, right? Um, as as you started this uh, podcast out, is a lot of this stuff is really when you put it in perspective, you start to realize this is first world stuff. That doesn't mean that it's not important, that it's not real. Mm -hmm. But in the grand scheme of things, yes, most of us who are listening to this, I don't care where you are in the world, can probably walk to a tap water inside your dwelling and draw clean water. Yeah. You realize a lot of people in the world can't even do that. Oh, you just you just reminded me of something, Larry. Okay, go ahead. I was reading, um, just scrolling through the news for a little bit, taking a yeah. break. Um, one evening and I like to read this, some of these kind of weird articles, but history articles, it was on, in the Smithsonian or something. Uh -huh. They were talking about some a PhD person researching, making their, their, you know, their, their life's work at this point, understanding how people, you know, this is going to sound crazy. We talk about all kinds of stuff on here, but how they went to the bathroom in ancient times, yeah. what they did with all the you know, the excrement, right? Streets. Yeah. <laughs> what they, and, and how they recognized that that wasn't good enough. Once the population was growing like in ancient Rome, yeah. they, they talked about different, um, that there's communal places where you would go and all that stuff. Yeah. And, oh my gosh. And some of them were only, um, for the rich. That's right. And so it's like, oh my gosh, just even having an indoor bathroom right now, um, it, we are so much richer right now than they were years and years ago. Yeah. So that's the obviously person in really this country be lives better than Kings did 400 years ago, 300. Yes. Years ago, yeah. Maybe even 200 years ago. Think about that. Crazy. Yeah, it is. Electricity heating. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've talked about a few things, maybe at this point, you've hopefully written everything down that's going on, right? Everything down. So once you get stuff written down out of your head, yeah. it'll stop going through your head, going back and forth and back right. and forth and creating yeah. that feedback loop where all of a sudden you feel like you're overwhelmed. You, you'll still have it, but at least it's down on paper. And now you can yeah. do some stuff with it, right? So Larry, right. I think one of the next things is, is this, now we're at the things I can control part of it. Um, I think what you need to do is go and uh, write down or check off or circle Things that have to be done today. Oh, that's good. Today. You know, today. Just, just today. Just, just today. Today. Because yeah. that's really, Larry, when you think about it, that's all we have is today. We don't have tomorrow. It hasn't yeah. been, it hasn't come yet. But realistically today, what really needs to be done today? Yes. What really needs to Not be done? Not what do you want to get, like need to. Like words have meaning. We talk about this all the time. Need, not want, need. Yes. And then the next thing is take what you just circled Put those on a separate paper. So now you've got a whole nother piece of paper um, and you want to put that one aside that has all this stuff on it. But now you're whittling it down to everything today. And that's all that you have in front of you is all those things that you want to do today. 
then take that paper and go give it to someone else. Hey, get this stuff done for me. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> you, could, you could deal with it tomorrow, right? Put it over. It's in your tomorrow pile. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So now you've got the stuff that you need to. You, no, you don't do that. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. All right. So you've got the stuff you you just have to do, uh, do today on a separate piece of paper. Yeah. Then, all right, this is going to be interesting is that okay. you want to look at those things and take, as you're looking through them, you want to start building momentum, right? So that will get you out of this paralyzed type of mode that you're in. So okay. take whatever you think is going to be the easiest, the most fun, something that you're going to like to do on there. Cause I'm sure there's something, or maybe something and there's the, the, that you would like, um, um, that you'll hate the least, whatever it is, something that'll be done quick and yep. do it, do it. And then once you're done, celebrate it yep. because then, and then when you've done that, make a big check mark by it, cross it off real, um, well, real hard, just, and, and once you do that, that'll feel pretty darn good. Yeah. I'm a former, um, uh, uh, mentor. He should <laughs> say that his goal was always to get three major things done in a day, just three, yeah. three major, not, not, I'm only going to do three things today. What are three things going to make an impact in my life, business, my to-do list each day. Right. And everything's gravy beyond that. Right. Cause <laughs> let's be real. Most of us don't accomplish three major things a day. We get so wrapped up in all the minutia mm-hmm. in life. Um, we don't accomplish it, but his goal is to get three major things done yeah. each day. And then the rest of the day is spent doing the small stuff, the supportive things, building the relationships, you know, developing people. Listen, there is no exact or perfect way to do this. Nope. All we're doing is just giving you ideas, right? Yeah. You'll find something that works for you. But Dave, you and I have worked with hundreds, thousands of people over the years uh, at, at this point. And we're just, one of the things you and I talk about is we're aggregator of ideas, right? Oh, yeah. We're going to take best practices that we see out, out, out there that are working and we're going to share them with the folks that are in the victory and higher my VA tribes. That's right. That's right. All we're doing. Yep. So So if this resonates with you, do it. If you say, well, let me tweak that a little bit, tweak it and let us know how it's working for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So now, now that you've got that one thing done, you'll be able to prioritize the rest of the list. That's right. And you know, maybe once your, your head's a little bit, more clear, you want to prioritize the list. It's very possible that one or two of those things could go to your tomorrow list. Right. You know, you could renegotiate uh, when they are really, really due. You know, you could do that. Mm-hmm. But right now, then the next thing is after you build some momentum, um, here's a technique. You could set a timer, like a countdown timer for 30, 45, 60 minutes, right. 90 minutes, whatever. Go nose down, execute, renegotiate as many of those items as you can. Uh, hopefully they're prioritized to a certain extent and then make sure you take some breaks in between when you're doing these, uh, these focus sessions. In fact, one of the things Larry that we do as part of our community is we have at least one of these focus sessions a week with people. And it's amazing what happens. Everybody just loves them. Um, Not too many people get on them surprisingly but the so. people who do get on there love them oh my gosh you know t- today we we did one today and you know i was i was i i commented at the end on all the stuff that i did and i thought well i was hoping i'd get more done and then melissa told me she said 
sounds like you got a lot done in an hour. And I'm like, yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's amazing. Was on that. She got a project done that you and I've been, you know, kind of right. uh, about that was really good. I'll tell you this, Dave, from all the folks that we've worked with over the years, for somebody to sit down nose to the grindstone for 90 minutes is rare. Most people can't do that. Yeah. Generally, yeah. we start to see 40 minutes. People really, you can go hardcore nonstop for 40 minutes, just about anybody. Uh, can when they're focused but at that point you have to take at least a five minute break sure. get up walk around use the bio room um, whatever you need to do and then go back and do it again right yeah. um but um yeah so a lot of people like what i have to do i have to do 20 minute sprints yeah okay? i do 20 minute sprint five minute break 20 minute sprint five minute break 20 minute sprint 15 minute break okay, okay? you just need to find out what works for you because all of our brains are different yeah, experiment. In fact, you know, uh, yeah, experiment with this. And it's not just experimenting with this overwhelm uh, reduction technique. It's just right. experimenting with, uh, you know, how you prioritize your day and, sure. and your morning routine. In fact, Larry, I've adjusted my morning routine. Uh -huh. It seems to be uh, working uh, better for me. Good. Uh, what are you doing? I'll have to talk Good. about it. Oh, you want okay. to talk about it now? Well, normally what, you know, we talk about is when you get up in the morning, you make your bed and then you do some, um, you do some prayers or spiritual reading or something like that. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and drink some water, exercise. What I'm doing is after I'm getting up right now, of course, um, making the bed and I get some water and I start writing down a few things that are going through my head, um, and start doing an initial planning of my day, because what I'm finding is that starts waking me up. And then um, my brain is in a better position to um, process all my spiritual readings. You know, I'm Good. reading the Bible, I'm doing some journaling and it's, it's just more effective. And then when I come back after I work out and I come back, my day's kind of almost set up because for me, Larry, I have not been able, I've not been su successful at setting up my day the night before yeah. it's my brain's just not there. I can't do it. That's fine. But you're finding what works for you. What's very interesting, and we've been yeah. talking about and doing morning routines for years, and you're still tweaking and monitoring and changing it as we go. Folks, yeah. please hear this, right? Life is going to change for mm -hmm. you. You know, modulate, change, whatever. Experiment. Experiment with these different things and find out what works. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with it. But please, what I'd like to hear, though, I love hearing more folks' ideas. You know, yeah. like the, most of the stuff that you and I share, Dave, 99% of it, are not original ideas that we've come up with. They're ideas that we've seen, we've tweaked, we've modified, mm -hmm. you know, you know, and just uh, recognize what things work for some people and, and what don't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So modify and make it personal uh, for you. But I'd love to hear about it. Because what, what works for you might work for somebody else. Yeah, right, folks. Well, hopefully, um, some of this these techniques to manage your overwhelm will help you. Um, yeah. It helps us, right? Works for us. Yeah. So, but anyway, folks, thank you for being with us because we're putting a wrap on this episode. Yeah. Because if we go on any longer, we're going to start feeling overwhelmed with all the other things we have to do <laughs> <laughs> that need to get done. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, speaking of this team and business building podcast. Building a team is the way to reclaim your freedom. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things you can do to help with consistent overwhelm because you got to have people that you can offload some of your tasks uh, right. to. Sure. Got to do that. Otherwise, um, you'll just go nuts. Yeah, so sure. 
if you want to get into that, if you want to do that, we're here to help you with our course and community. And one of the best ways to make um, a quick and giant leap forward in this is to take advantage of our white glove service where we find a rock star VA for you. Okay. So as we end most episodes, three things we'd love for you to do. We're going to cut that short, but we're going to do it. Uh, subscribe to this podcast, either on your phone or YouTube. Number two, give us a rating or leave us a comment. Tell us what you do to handle overwhelm. And then number three, go to hiremyva.com for more information on the course and community and our white glove service. Because even without experience, you learn how to prepare for, hire, and thrive with virtual assistants. We're helping folks. We're loving it. It's great to be able to make a difference and to help people handle their overwhelm. So go to hiremyva.com for more information on all that. All right, my friends, we love you. God bless you. God keep you. God hold you. All right, go get them. We'll see you. All right. Bye, everybody.